G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Late last year, we began to talk about a very exciting initiative, particularly if you happen to be a Christian musician. And if you even entertain the thought that there might be some sort of a global recognition for Christian artists by way of an awards. Well, it's our pleasure to have back with us today Nigel Swaby, who's the founder of First Fruits Music Awards. It's an awards that emanates out of the United Kingdom. It even has a significant prize money for those who are making an entry. Now, the standards are high, but let's get some more insight from Nigel Swaby, founder of First Fruits Music. Nigel, welcome back to 2020. Hello, Neil. Thanks again for um, inviting me back to have a chat. I enjoyed last year's chat, and it's really good to catch up with you now. Hope you had a good uh, Christmas. (laughs) Thank you very much, yes. Hey, listen, uh, when we were talking late last year, there was something different about your music awards. It wasn't just send us a good song and you'll be in the running. You had a particular standard that you were talking about a biblical foundation, a reflection on the scripture, a focus on the kingdom of God, like a Christ-centeredness, something that you had believed had been lost in some modern-day Christian music. And I wonder if you've got a thought or two here around the sorts of things that might be fueling a decline in modern-day Christian music. What is it that we've lost from the past? Well, if you look at the music scene as a whole... The Christian music genre is just one part of it. The music business is run by effectively three large conglomerates, and under that there are multiple labels. It's a profit line. So artists who are signed with major labels, there's always that tension between what the record company wants you to do, which is sell lots of lots of uh, <laughs> tracks and uh, you know make them loads of money as opposed to portraying an accurate message in terms of god's word so it's it's easier in some ways for artists to sort of fall for the record company's demands and produce music which is samey and you i think we, it's fair to say that modern day christian music as opposed to music of, say, 20 or 30 years ago, Christian music or gospel music, a lot of it is becoming samey. It sounds similar. And that's because music companies know the formula that works. If they can press the right buttons, it's emotional, and they draw people into it, they sell They sell albums. And so that's the prime reason, I, I think, is really driving the decline is because the focus is on the bottom line and not God. Is there a market factor in all of that too? Is it the Christian market 
that might actually be putting up with a sort of a watered-down version of Christianity <clears throat> in their music. Uh, do you think the market might even be, you know, uh, either demanding that it not be too spiritual or or just perhaps even a market that's a little bit ignorant and doesn't know what a good, spiritual, solid, biblical-based mm. Christian song is? Well, that's a very good question, but I think it's a bigger issue than that. I, I don't think it's just the Christian music scene. I think it's church as a whole. I mean, if you look to listen to a sermon of Spurgeon's in the 1800s and you listen to a typical, you know, one of the larger U.S. churches sermons, um, and, you know, the message is very different. And I, the, the gospel message tends, in my opinion, and again, it's a, it, it's a subjective view, has been watered down over the years. Um, we, we all love to, we, everybody likes Jesus to be their, their, their saviour, not so much their master. They all like the idea that God loves them, but the thing of judgment isn't so nice. And I think we've moved to a, it's become, the church has become secular, especially with bigger operations where you see stage productions when the imparters come down off, off the off the ceiling on a rope or something you know it, it's become theatrical in in many quarters and, and and the problem is is that satan is the god of this earth and we're moving to, we're moving nearer and nearer and nearer to the end times and it's infiltrating all quarters of life so the gospel messages are being diluted christianity is being diluted um, and, and I think that general culture is just finding its way into Christian music as people's mindset starts to change and become less focused on God, but more focused on the emotion and themselves. Then, of course, they're going to prefer feely, touchy songs. What about the Christian artist? Uh, some might be thinking, I want a foot in both camps, uh, Christian and the mainstream. Uh, over the years, we used to call that sort of an artist, you know, a crossover artist. You know, you've got your Christian yeah. foundation, you're building a Christian audience, and you've got a fan base that's there, but you've got a few songs on your album that are just mainstream songs because you really want to break into the mainstream market. Do you have to specialise in some way here? What are your thoughts about the crossover idea that comes with uh, Christian music that continues very significantly today? It depends what your what your mission is, what's on your heart. I mean, is your heart to make money or is your heart to honour and serve God? What does it say about the Church of Laodicea being lukewarm? And so those crossover artists might be saying, well, I'm not really trying to be lukewarm, but now that you put it that way, maybe that is something I need to re-examine. So when you are having a music awards like you have, and I think it's, uh, what, about five months now out until the close, and you've been already receiving thousands of songs from around the world, and you're going to be awarding some winners and the winners of those are going to set a new standard for what makes a Christian song. How do you see the way you're helping to shape the way that Christian music is working? Well, I think the, the difference between our awards and, say, the other well-established global awards that everybody would have heard of is that our awards are specifically for independents, independent unsigned artists. Um, as opposed to artists on the contrary with the other major awards where they will have typically had uh, chart success and will have been nominated. So that precludes the independent from day one for submitting the material to those other major awards that we, we all know of. 
Um, and, and, and the key to this, I, I believe, is to provide a platform for those artists to submit their material. Now, don't forget, apart from having that highly esteemed panel of judges that we discussed in our last interview, um, part of the process is to invite the public to register as public reviewers and they will have the opportunity to review the top scoring, highest scoring 24 songs based upon a subjective view. Now, whether they either like it or they don't like it. Now, they're not necessarily music professionals or industry professionals, but at the end of the day, they will be, if you like, listeners. They will be customers. And so having a, a plethora of public reviewers review the top 24 but in itself, it creates a social media buzz where people send messages to each other saying, I'm a public reviewer because public reviewers have the opportunity to wish win cash prizes themselves for those that provide critiques which are insightful and biblical. So there's an incentive you know, for them. When I saw this, I thought that sounds to me like a masterstroke where it's not just the artists who are vying for a prize, but you've got public reviewers who are going to listen and sample and enjoy and be inspired by the music they'll hear, but they'll also use their own social media and some with very substantial followings to promote those artists. So, uh, And so That's you're wanting exactly to actually right. award the reviewer as well as the artist. Yeah. Well, well not only that, we, we've gone one step further than that um, because there will be thousands of people who enter and there'll be two two major prizes there'll be the grand prize and the, and the, and the runner-up prize they're, they're both cash prizes for all of those other thousands they might be disappointed and we've made a pledge to um invest or donate or whatever the right word is um five thousand pounds i think it's just under nine thousand aussie dollars at the moment to missions so what I say to artists, look, this is our commitment to the kingdom. It's not, you know, not it's not a money-making venture. It's not like grabbing the dollars. We really want to add value to the artist. We want to add value to the listener. And we want to add value to kingdom work. So, you know, rest assured that you're part of the Great Commission. So even if you put your song in and your song doesn't, unfortunately, doesn't make it to the final grade, you know that you're part of the Great, great Commission. And again, at the, final, at, the, at the final point in time, we'll select, uh, you know, whether it's a mission or a couple of missions, and we'll then cast through social media, obtain people's input and feedback on what they think is a good mission to support. Well, I expect to be talking to you before the awards celebration for the First Fruits Music Awards, but uh, as we were saying, about five months uh, through until the end of July, and uh, listeners who are musicians... Uh, those who are singers, uh, part of church groups, and as I'll often say, Nigel, uh, the church music industry is the primary uh, live music industry in any nation because churches everywhere, thousands of them, have their own uh, music departments and there are a lot of Christians who give their music and glorify God. So for people who want to enter, so those two dimensions, you've got a a song now it already has to be produced and uh, ready for airplay, uh, and then you've got yes. your reviewers. So uh, your your challenge here for Aussie listeners who might want to enter your awards. Uh, what's uh, what's the best thing about it? Australian artists um, will be on a level playing film with 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 all, with artists across the globe. I mean, it's a great opportunity for for Aussie artists to to put their name on the map. 
and with the the financial support of roughly what it what it would be 45,000 Australian dollars 44 Australian dollars that's really going to be a, a lift for them to move into the uh, music business it's really to to promote artists on a global platform increasing their social media base through the through the public review of voting system um, and getting their name known globally don't forget there is the board of international judges and those judges will offer their services to the to ones that they feel they want to work with so there's an opportunity there um, but quite frankly they're supporting kingdom work as well and i'll also invite australian missions and churches to drop us an email as well if they're looking to uh, join the party in a sense and look to to, to be awarded with the kingdom prize well, there's going to be an inspiration there for anyone who is a Christian musician, a Christian artist. And we all know someone who is aspiring, either as a songwriter or a musician, and they would love to hear about the First Fruits Music Awards. Uh, judging happens beyond the end of July. Here's the website to connect with Nigel Swaby. Nigel is the founder of the First Fruits Music Awards. It's firstfruits.co firstfruits.co CEO Nigel Swaby thanks so much for your update today on 2020 it's a pleasure Neil thank you thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media to find out more about us go to vision.org.au